0: Hey everybody, Chris Harry with you on a very special edition of Chargers Weekly. On the eve of training camp, I caught up with Chargers General Manager Tom Telesco. Tom touched on a variety of topics, over 15 minutes or so, to get you ready for the unofficial start of the 2019 season at the Jack Hammett Sports Complex. So let's get right into it. Here's Tom Telesco. Tom, how are you, sir?
1: I'm doing fine, thanks.
0: There's a there's like an energy this week. That it's just it feels like football's back. It's got to be an exciting time for you.
1: Yeah, I mean we go from having a little bit of a break, we can get get away, spend some time with your family, and then when you come back to work, it's 100 miles an hour the very first day. Um, but yeah, there's an energy once all the players get in and they know it's time to time to go, and really we're all on the same body clock. It's a football body clock. Once you hit late July, you just know you're going to training camp somewhere, whether it's high school, college, or the NFL. So. Um, having the players here today, they did their conditioning drill, and and now you know get to tomorrow. You know, it's first day on like, the field.
0: It's almost like the like you're officially turning the page now. You know, we, we talk about last season and and throughout minicamp and OTAs. This is an opportunity to kind of to start anew. And, and Philip talked about just kind of recreating the energy last year in a positive way.
1: Yeah, we do, you know, you do so much talking in the offseason because that's all you can really do. You know, I know. You, you probably, you probably love me
0: coming into your office yeah. just talking about what could be, you know. But that's,
1: all, that's all you can talk about at that point. Now we can actually see what we have. And and it is about Phillips, right? When you come to training camp, um, you really have to recreate everything. I mean, we have the core of our team that's back, but it's not the exact same team as last year. And um, last year, the, the close knit nature of the team was something I had not been around in a long time. Um, and I think we'll still have some of that this year, but it's going to take time again to try and develop all that it just doesn't happen overnight. It's not it's, like I said, it's not the exact same team as last year. So a lot of that's developed in training camp and it will be developed throughout the season. And but you have to have that. You have to have that to, to get to where we need to go, which to win a title.
0: Yeah, I talked to Coach Lynn earlier in the week, and it's not the same team. But over the last three years, a lot of the the core pieces have been in place in the front office, the, the coaching staff and the roster. Um, and Coach says one word he doesn't like is comfort. He doesn't want to be comfortable. He, he wants to kind of push these guys in places where they're not comfortable because that's where greatness comes from. Um, your thoughts on Coach Lynn and this roster when you look at two years ago in 2017 to present?
1: Well, I'll, I'll back Coach on that one. I mean, if you're comfortable in this league, you won't be around very long. It's way too competitive. Um, so, you know, whatever we've done in the past doesn't mean anything for this year. Um, because, you know, things don't carry over. Now, the culture can, that, that Anthony has created, that can carry over, but, I mean, everything else, we have to start from scratch and work over again. And I really love what I've seen the last two years. I mean, we've done a really nice job, but we still have, you know, the biggest challenge right now is, you know, go from good to great, and we got to figure out a way to do that, and the fact that we got to win the division, number one. We mm-hmm. haven't done that in, since I've been here. Um, we've had some good teams. We had a very good team last year, but we didn't win the division last year. least um, not outright, so... Um, that's what we have to start working on, and and yeah, there, there can be no comfort. Um, it doesn't matter how good team you have if if you get comfortable, and you don't work hard. Someone else is going to go right by you. So, and that's you know that's why coach is good at what he does. I mean, he'll have these guys dialed in. He already, already has them dialed in, and uh, to get the grind going through training camp.
0: And experience can be a great teacher too. Uh, you and I talked right after that New England game about just how those are the things that that can further build character, that that experience to carry over, to know that you've been there before, especially with some of the young guys that were in that playoff game. They, they go from being rookies or second-year guys to having that playoff experience. You know what to expect going into 2019.
1: Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, I, I actually looked at our 90-man roster, our roster and looked at the number of players who have been on a Super Bowl team, who had been on a national championship team in college, uh, who had won a state championship in high school, we even won a conference championship in college, and we've a lot of players that fit in that category. So we have players that have the experience of getting their final goal, winning It's that, an interesting way to look at winning it that final game. Now we haven't done it with the Chargers yet. We haven't won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl yet, um, but we have a lot of guys that have been through that process that know what it looks like, knows what it feels like. So um, it just can't be talent level. It's got to be. There's so much more that goes into it. But you're right, experience is, is good, and you talked about the continuity part of it. With the coaching staff, the front office, with our core players, and continuity is what we look for. As long as we're the right people, sure, and we think we have the right people, so we're, we're so we're good with that. Um, but yes, keeping people together, um, knowing what they kind of build a culture, and everybody knows what's ex- expected of them, and to perform at a high level, and you know having the experience last year will help us. Um, but again, we all, what we always say it is you know every year's is new year, mm-hmm. and this is a new year this year.
0: A couple news items that came out today um, just on Chargers.com. Melvin Gordon did not report to camp. What can you tell us about that as we enter Thursday?
1: Uh, just that he's he's not here right now. And, and uh, you know, we. I, I love Melvin Gordon. I mean, we, we drafted him in the first round for a reason, and we watched him develop and turn into the player that we always hoped he would. And uh, he works so hard at it. Um, this game means a lot to him. This team means a lot to him. And I love how he represents our organization. That's a big part of being a Charger as well as how you represent us. He represents us really well. No doubt. But with every player, I understand there's there's a business part of it. They have their opinions and thoughts, and I don't have a problem with that. Now, I don't necessarily agree with all of them all the time, but I, I'm, I'm fine with them having their opinions and thoughts, and I think he should be here. But that that's, that's part of the business. It's the way it, it's the way that it is. Um, but he's still a Charger right now. So, um, And in the meantime, we're lucky to have some good running backs that are here and ready to go. Yeah. Um, Austin Eckler, who we've seen more of. You know, we, kn- we know what Austin is. We've seen him play a lot. And, and Justin Jackson, who we saw last year, um, who we like a lot. And Detrez Newsom. we've seen these, these guys play already. So we know what we have, and those guys got to step up and, and get ready to go um, while well, Melvin's not here.
0: yep. Uh, a couple more. Russell Kuhn, non-football illness list, and uh, Jatavis Brown on the PUP. Uh, just any thoughts with, with those guys?
1: Uh, yeah, so Jatavis is still rehabbing an, an injury. So, you know, hopefully sooner than later he'll be back. Um, Russell um, now Russell had a little different situation he had a pretty pretty serious medical issue in early June Uh, so if something we're working with him he's doing very well expect to make a full recovery he's getting some great care from, from medical people um I don't have. I don't want to get into the details of what of course, he has. We, we will. We will at some point, and Russell will get into the details at some point. But um, we think he's going to be out for a little bit of time, and we'll kind of take it from there. But uh, the good news, he's he's doing really well. You know, everyone will see him at camp. Will be out in the practice field. That's the most important thing. Yeah, not not practicing yet, but he'll be out there with everybody. Good. Yeah.
0: Good. Uh, first few days
1: of training camp as a general yeah. manager. What are you looking for specifically? Uh, stay off the ground, number one. Um, because when guys get on the ground, and get sloppy is when, they, when injuries come. Um, but really, I mean, the first couple of days of practice, is it's really pretty similar to an OTA practice because you're not in pads yet. So we don't get in pads till till the weekend. And that's when we start to really see. I want to see the, the player, especially young players, start to apply what they learned in the offseason program. But now the, the bullets are real. Now it's competition for spots um, and see how they handle that. And some guys can handle it in the playbook very well. And they can handle it in the walkthrough very well. But then when it gets to live action, they don't handle it so well. And we don't know that till we get to practice. So that's what we'll start to see once the pads come on. And then even more so when we start practicing with the New Orleans Saints, with the LA Rams, we start doing those type of things, and obviously preseason games.
0: That's got to be great. And it, it's kind of a, a change in how training camps I – mean, I know we've done a lot of joint practices over the last several years, but just uh, the benefit of those, even – just as much or more so in some instances that a preseason game to see other competition to kind of play, game plan against other competition throughout the
1: week like with the Rams and Saints coming to town. Yeah, I love it. Um, now there was a time a long time ago where combined practices were done uh, a lot. I mean, almost everybody did them. It was know in the early '90s, the Bills used to work with the Steelers and Browns all the time. That's what they I remember did. the
0: Redskins, the Steelers, and Carlisle all the time.
1: Yeah. So now, and then I think there was a time there. I think teams got away from it a little bit, and it's kind of it's back a lot more now. I just think we get great work, and you can control the tempo. You can control everything. If you get if one team gets some injury at a certain position, you can pull some reps back. When you're in a preseason game, once the ball kicks off, there, there, there's no changing the tempo, changing the reps. So um, a little bit more control. Um, when you work with another team and, and working with Sean McVay and then, and, and then Sean Payton is just, you know, two great teams to work with.
0: Yeah, you get two teams from the NFC Championship last yeah, year. Yeah, that's, that's so pretty good. Good competition. Yeah, great. it's pretty
1: good competition to see where we stack with, with two of the best teams in the league. Yeah.
0: Uh, a guy like Jerry to see him—it's it's one thing to get those mental reps in the off-season. It's another thing to to go out there and implement it against your teammates in, in that competition. Uh, how much you looking forward to seeing Jerry kind of take the knowledge that was given to him by his position coach and Gus and and Coach Lynn and, and implement that onto the football field?
1: Yeah, I think we just gonna have to be patient with it. He hasn't done anything uh, really football related since since those last college games. So. um you know, he did the combine work and everything there, but then had had the shoulder surgery. So he didn't have any work with us in the offseason season program. Um, he'll be on the practice field tomorrow. Um, he's activated, ready to go. He just won't be full participation yet. So we'll, we'll slowly move him in. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's going to take him some time. And we're going to have to be a little patient with him for missing that much time in the off program. But I'm just glad he's, he's out there
0: and another guy at that position and really a lot of these guys in year 2 you're making that next step uh, Justin Jones uh, Nwosu, and of course Derwin James
1: how much better can those guys get in year 2 I feel like we're kind of scratching the surface with those three Yeah I mean you'd hope you know year 2 is usually when you make a pretty big jump so and I know I've I've seen it from Justin Jones I already seen him in, in our in the OTAs uh, how he's performing uh, I'm excited about him really excited so and he had a great camp for us last year and then he had hit a high ankle sprain and he missed, missed a little bit of time. And they came back and played very well down the stretch for us. And I think he's just continued to grow. And, uh, you know, China played a ton of snaps for us last year. But, yeah, you, you do. Even though those guys, um, including Derwin, even though they did contribute with us last year and made some big plays for us, you do expect another jump to year two. You start to see it,
0: too, like that Baltimore game. I think that was Justin Jones's first start or first or second start, I think, ever in the league, right? Uh, Uchenna made that big play at the end of the game. Derwin had a good game. To see those guys perform on a stage like that, it has to give them confidence going into their second year
1: that, hey, not only did I play at a high level, I also played when it mattered the most. Yeah, I think so, and they got some great work last year, and we needed them. We needed all those guys. But, yeah, you expect those guys to kind of, you know, I wouldn't put them in the veteran category yet, but they're in that, that young vet category. They're no longer rookies. Um, you know, our young guys will be looking to them now for guidance. Um, but it's 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 rewarding to see those young guys take on bigger roles each year.
0: You know what's great, too, is is I think a lot of people forget the the year that Kaiser had at the beginning of the year and getting first-team reps in training camp and starting the first three games of the year. I think he had an interception, 17 tackles, um, and then – you know, you kind of decimated by injuries at the linebacker position. Right now, you look at Denzel coming back, you look at Thomas Davis coming back, uh, Kaiser in year two, getting a guy like Drew Tranquil in there, Uchenna, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Jitavis, hopefully, eventually. Um, it, it, that has slowly become a, a position. It's like, okay, now we, we got some backers out that are healthy.
1: Yeah, we, we just needed some depth there and, and, and some really good competition for playing time and for roles. And uh, we, have, we have some players that we think can play. And now, during training camp, we'll kind of figure out whose role is going to be what. but um, it was just a position last year that that uh, we just got decimated by injuries and it really affected us down the stretch and you know really affected us in the playoffs. So um, certainly against New England it did. So um, yeah, we wanted to add to the group and we knew we had guys coming back off injuries um, like Kaiser that we know can play. Yeah. Um, but we also want to back ourselves up with enough guys there and and let you know let the competition play out during training camp
0: couple more just on offense, uh, just, just have a Phillip in there and uh, a veteran year 16, uh, sometimes when you go into training camp with a lot of teams, you're dealing with a young quarterback or someone who has a new coordinator or a new system and there's these layers to getting to where you want to go to have that security at the position to have a guy who's been there done that. How much easier does that make it on the coaches, the offense and really all his teammates?
1: Well, I know easier is not the right word because yeah. guys are like. Correct me on that. Yeah, what, because whatever. guys like Phillip, they challenge. I mean, he challenges the coaches. I mean, you know, when he asks questions, you know, you got to have answers. Um, and that's what the great quarterbacks do. The guys have been in the league a long time, they don't take anything for granted. And uh, you got to be on, you got to know your stuff. Um, I remember when, when I was with the Colts, Jim Caldwell at one time was a quarterback coach for Peyton Manning, and someone had said you know, that must be the easiest job in the world. And he said, no, it's the hardest job in the world. Yeah. You know, I have to, I, he said, I have to prepare for the meetings for the questions I may get from Peyton. And, that, and Phillip's the same way. I mean, if you if ask a question about something, you better have a good answer. So, um, But no, it's comforting knowing that, that, you know, Phillip's, he's here, he's our leader. And um, even watching him run the conditioning test yesterday, he still got a lot of bounce in him. So, yeah, um, you know, he's in great shape and, you know, smile on his face, which is, you know, he loves to play. He loves his team, and we love having him. Yeah, it's so important.
0: And the weapons on the outside, too. You know, Mike Williams was not an unknown by any stretch, number seven overall pick, but he hadn't done anything yet on the football field. But to see what he did in training camp, he made a lot of impressive catches, had a really good training camp. To have 11 total touchdowns last year, you look at him and Keenan and Hunter coming back, not only as a, as a as a pass catcher, but the ability to block just the weapons on the outside, if you could just speak to them going into 2019.
1: Yeah, like I said, every year is a new year, and this we're going to be a little bit different on offense. We don't have Tyrell Williams um, anymore, and Tyrell is a really good player for us. Um, we saw Mike kind of take off last year, and really essentially Mike's going into his sophomore year right now. He's going into year two. We expect him to take another jump um, since he just didn't, didn't contribute a whole lot his first year. So. But, again, Mike's a different style than Tyrell, so that changes the offense a little bit. Um, having Hunter Henry, again, huge for us. running game, pass game, we were going to rely on him a lot last year before he got hurt. So adding a good player to the mix there. Um, and then having a running, grab, running back group that now we know a little bit more about. Um, we saw what Austin Eckler could do last year really? in the passing game and in the running game. Um this at this point last year Justin Jackson was was a rookie 7th round draft pick who we liked but you know hadn't seen him really play in the you know the big lights yet and we saw him against Pittsburgh do some really good things for us. And he was hurt in training camp a little bit. He had a hamstring yeah. early on, yeah. And then Detroit Newsom had a great, great training camp for us and made the team off his work in training camp and kind of, you know, carved a little bit of a role and and uh, had some big plays in the Kansas City game for us. So yeah, every year's a little bit different on offense, uh, but certainly on the perimeter on the outside, um yeah, maybe it may change a little bit. And don't forget, even with Travis Benjamin, who gives us that, that speed element, um, he was ha- he was hampered early on in the season. And then, you know, everybody else is going. Only so many balls to go around. But he'll be a bigger factor this year, I think, too.
0: Yeah, plus, you know, Arteva Scott, uh, Jeremy Davis, Dylan Cantrell, all those guys really vying for those, those four and five receivers. Yeah, spots. there's
1: opportunities to be had there, yep. Uh, Tom,
0: final thing for you, just a a message to the fans. I think this is such a fun time for them to come out to the Jack Hammond Sports Complex, enjoy practice. There's so much to do around the practice, but really just to kind of visit with the players, high five the guys and be a part of this thing. I mean, it's a it really truly is a a family extending out to, to our fans.
1: Well, we're talking about like like our football team. Every year is a new year. Well, just looking at the training camp facility uh, today, when I was over there, they've added a lot of different things. I saw like a huge cornhole, like giant. So a lot of <laughs> yeah, a lot of a lot of new games. Um, you know, all, all of the seating is now covered now, which is big because it, it gets hot out there during practice. So that you know there'll be shade for all the seating. But um, I mean, to me, there's no better thing in sports to do than to come out for NFL training camp practice. Um, To watch the players and coaches up close i mean all the way up to the fence um to see the players interact see the coaches interact and then the amount of things you can do outside of that just you know playing different games and um and it's all free i mean like i said I was, I was one of those kids a long long time ago doing the exact same thing but before they had all the games and all the things around it it was just watching practice you say
0: you and your dad used to go to bill's training yeah we right? did we
1: would drive down to uh, Fredonia, new york which is like 45 minutes from buffalo and and uh go watch bill's practice and uh loved it i mean that was just that was so big you could walk right up to the fence and just stand right behind the running back group and and watch uh, Thurman Thomas and, and the guys work out with the coaches and so cool. Yeah, it was just, it was just memories you never forget and and that's why I'm so glad that we you know we're we're you know we don't do our training camp practice at our complex. We do them here um, at at the Jack Hammett facility and there's a lot of space. Um, almost every practice is open, which I love. I think it's great for our players to have that, and I think it's great for the fans. So it's 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 a great experience to to come out and and watch us.
0: Well, Tom, we can't wait. I know how busy you are, and it's the day before camp, and you were kind enough to to have us come in and and spend a few minutes with you. Thanks so much, and we look forward to getting rolling on Thursday. Great.
1: Thanks for having me on. All
0: right, guys, that's going to do it. My thanks to Tom Telesco, and, of course, thanks to you guys for listening. If you like what you hear, we'd love it. If you left us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, please help spread the word. We're going to have another episode of Chargers Weekly on Thursday after day one of training camp. If you make it to the Jack Hammett Sports Complex this weekend, make sure you say hi, either before, during, or after practice. And we want you involved in the podcast as well. If you have a question, a comment, or an idea, please leave it either on chargers.com or my Twitter handle at Chris Harey or on Apple Podcasts. So we're looking forward to a great season starting with training camp. And we'll see you then. Until next time, I'm Chris Hary.